hello gentle listeners and welcome back to witch fix or as it is otherwise known sarah watches shit witch films although today i was 100 pleasantly surprised because i think i found a new good movie about witches there are some things about it that i didn't care for but for the most part i was engrossed i was enthralled i was entertained the plot made sense no one was looking for a fucking handbag in the forest and it all just generally worked so allow me to introduce you to cherry tree or as the front cover calls it rosemary's baby for a 21st century audience before going any further in terms of talking about the plot i am going to trigger one for an alarming amount of stuff because this is a horror movie there's a lot of gore there are situations very similar to self-harm there are potentially scenes that might be triggering for people who are survivors of sexual assault and there are some discussions of terminal illness a particularly large amount of mentions of infanticide uh, and various other things which i'm sure i've missed but go into it forewarned because there's some disturbing shit in there now the plot of the movie and why i decided to pick it up i actually came across um a copy of the dvd on ebay while i was just doing a search about witches it doesn't have witch in the title so i was like what is this movie why is this coming up when i search for witch films and essentially, according to the back of the box, when Faith discovers her father is dying, she turns to her mentor, the mysteriously alluring Sissy Young. In exchange for a child, Sissy offers to cure her father using the fruit of an ancient cherry tree in a secret ritual that restores life to the dead and dying. After striking the bargain, Faith suddenly finds herself pregnant with a baby that's growing at an alarming rate, with the clock to the child's birth ticking down and the true intention of Sissy's plans for humanity becoming more apparent. Faith and her father must stand together as the fate of the world rests on their shoulders. Parts of that blurb are misleading, and I'll get into that as we go through the movie. I don't want to spoil too much of the plot for you guys, because I actually do recommend this film as as an interesting film but I'll, I'll talk over a few broad strokes of what the plot entails so we are introduced to faith uh first off though we are introduced to a mysterious dark-haired woman in a bar uh this mysterious dark-haired woman in a bar is played by someone who was in hellboy 2 the golden army i think that's where i recognized her from uh, and her name is Anna Walton. The other lead in the film, Faith, is played by Naomi Batrick. And I recognised her from Jamestown and Waterloo Road, which are both like BBC dramas. Um, and both are very good actresses. Uh, the film overall, pretty good acting. Some of the smaller roles, uh, particularly for like the teenagers, not acted as well. But everyone's giving it their best try. And the two leading ladies really kind of carry the movie in terms of tension and creep factor so we're introduced to this lady in a bar and she's chatting up uh, a woman at the bar kisses her but then that woman says oh no i can't do this i need to go home she disappears but unfortunately she does get accosted by some crazy masked people on the docks don't know why she was walking you know on the docks because i guess those don't really lead anywhere but she's on the docks they kidnap her they take her to a place underneath the cherry tree and then they spill her blood on the cherry tree's roots and then above the ground we see the cherry tree in blossom now the text over the opening of the film is quite brief uh, but it basically says that in the middle ages this town called orchard was played by witches and they were looking for a maiden to have a child to kind of cement their dark powers but one witch tried to cheat satan uh, and so the coven was destroyed and their spirits are sort of lingering in the cherry tree so we know this cherry tree is bad news from the start also it's the title of the film so that gives you know s s some 
gravitas to this tree. But then we're introduced to Faith, who's just kind of a normal, not very popular teenager. Everyone is British. This appears to be a British set film, although I think it is like an Irish production, but all the characters are British, which is kind of nice um, because a lot of these films tend to be American. I like a British movie. Uh, so we're introduced to a couple of characters, including Faith, her best friend Amy, and a guy that Amy has a crush on called Brian. I mean, he's all right as teenage boys go. He has, however, done a project on the folklore of Orchard, the town, and the cherry tree. So we learn a little bit more about that through his project, which is like an oral presentation. And the salient points of that are that there was a lady called Eleanor Young, and that she was given the cherry tree as a gift from Satan and that the fruit in the wood of the cherry tree is magic and she would use in her rituals and although she was tried for witchcraft and they tried to burn her at the stake the fire wouldn't light so they just banished her from the town that sounds silly you'd think after that point they'd be like well i mean we'll try hanging and then maybe something else before we give up like best two out of three but anyway Amy and Faith then go off to play hockey and their new hockey coach, after the other one mysteriously disappeared, and so I'm guessing she was that woman from the beginning who got her throat slit, is the woman from the bar, the dark-haired, wafy lady, and she introduces herself as Sissy Young. No one seems to put two and two together in the movie and say, hang on a minute, Sissy Young and Eleanor Young probably related, but it's pretty clear that they are. And we get a little bit of introduction into some bullies who kind of pick on faith during the hockey match and we are also introduced to faith's dad and the mater d at the restaurant that he owns or like hostess or the posh looking woman who like seems to manage the bar uh, so we're introduced to those characters and also to the idea that obviously faith's dad is ill and it's later confirmed that he does have leukemia and his doctor in a hospital appointment tells him that he only has a couple of months left to live which is very sad and obviously hits faith really really hard all of this so far is just stuff that was in the blurb but fleshed out a little bit but it doesn't take that long for this to come out about like 20 minutes of the movie and it's kind of engaging because you're meeting all these characters and there's lots of mentions of witchy stuff um, and it does kind of cut to the witchy stuff happening actually in the plot quite quickly so I, I liked that. Basically, there's a lot of setup. Her, da um, her dad mentions that it's Faith's birthday soon, that she should have a birthday party. We got all the stuff out about his illness. And then Faith has some creepy dreams, all some sort of, you know, horror-y stuff. The real horror doesn't really start kicking in until after her dad gets a terminal diagnosis and Faith is despairing and not really sure what to do. So she's walking around randomly at night for no readily apparent reason. This is one of the issues I have with the film in that occasionally Faith will just be on her bike somewhere and her dad will like catch up with her in the car to talk to her or she'll run into someone to talk to. But you don't really know why she's out walking at any one point. She's not going anywhere or doing anything. But to be fair, there's a lot of small towns in England where all there is to do is walk between places without doing much. Um, anyway, so coach Sissy uh, kind of accosts Faith and asks her if she'd like to come with her so she can show her something. Faith goes with her displaying an inordinate lack of self-preservation instinct because firstly she takes her to like a creepy manor house which she says has been in her family for a long time. Then she takes her down a spiral staircase directly into the ground. Then she shows her a creepy altar with a chicken in a cage. Obviously things are not going to end well for that fucking chicken. 
she then cuts the chicken's throat which you know duh because it's a chicken in a cage and then proceeds to reanimate it using millipedes millipedes being the familiars that come from the underworld at the behest of her dark magic and sissy explains that through performing acts of service towards the lord of the underworld or satan um they are given powers and the use of these familiars uh, so it's a kind of a like, checks and balances system so she brings this chicken back to life and the chicken runs off like i've had enough of this place and you're all weird there are also some creepy egg sacs just hanging around down there which are gross but uh it's not until after all of this stuff the uh master figures appear from the shadows that faith finally has a reaction breaks out and runs away i feel like i would have freaked out a lot sooner but there we go i guess she was just interested and desperate at no point does she kind of doubt the idea of magic or think that Sissy is mad. Um, I guess because she gets shown the reanimation trick with the chicken pretty fast. But Sissy's giving her this whole speech about how magic is real the whole way down the spiral staircase. And you'd think at one point or another she would have rolled her eyes. Especially because during the previous folklore lesson she was very disrespectful and very kind of mocking of basically anything to do with that kind of folkloric stuff during the walk down the spiral staircase to see also points out a picture of her great aunt who basically looks like the same actress but wearing an old-fashioned dress so this more cements the idea that she's related to one of the witches from before i.e eleanor young now after faith runs away she's just seen in a brief scene cycling the next day before she meets up with the coach again and is like i want you to heal my dad so clearly whatever misgivings she had the night before in the cold hard light of day she's like i can use this to help my dad which um at least moves the plot along quite quickly and the coach is quite forthcoming and says if you want to have your dad's life spared and extended you're going to have to trade a life for his so you will need to have a baby for me and faith just says well i'm 15 this is not something that i think that i'll be able to do uh, so she goes away and has a little think about that but all that takes is like another bike ride and looking at her dad through a window and she's like okay fine i'll do it which again moves the plot along quite quickly gets rid of a lot of existential hand-wringing and also i think is quite pragmatic because to be honest she's a teenager there's probably worse things that she can think of than like just having a baby and then giving it away like teenagers do that quite a lot um usually because they accidentally get pregnant but um it's not like beyond the pale it's not like she's being asked to murder anyone she's just having a baby and giving it to someone else it then becomes clear that the coach isn't going to have her like magically impregnated or anything she just tells her find some guy and get yourself knocked up at your birthday party uh, and to aid in this she gives faith a box which we don't know what it contains until later now there's a kind of weird love triangle going on because faith kind of likes brian but amy also likes brian so faith is bowed out but brian likes faith nothing really comes of this except it's a reason for faith and amy to not speak for a while because at her birthday amy sees faith making out with brian she duly has sex with brian and a lot of weird shit happens during that whole scene which sort of ends in brian disappearing and later you find out that he's dead so poor brian the weird box that S uh, sissy gave her was also full of millipedes giant millipedes all is just sort of like a running theme through this movie it feels like putting millipedes into people is you know just the wet paper towel of all magic you know how when you're in school and people were like oh you've hurt yourself put a wet paper towel on it this is like you want to control someone stick a millipede in them you want to bring someone back from the dead millipede you want to kill someone millipede it's just like 
put it all on there. It's fine. There's then a very long disturbing ritual in which Faith's dad is ostensibly cured. And the next morning, um, he is just making breakfast, making a lot of food. He says that he's got his appetite back. And I was sort of thinking, okay, is this going to get a bit like the fly where first he's like super energetic and eating a lot and like full of life. And then he'll just slowly devolve into some sort of creature or back to his previous ill state. Um, but that doesn't really happen. Faith starts throwing up. So you can see that she's, you know, quite obviously pregnant. Uh, one of the buddy girls gives her a pregnancy test in the bathroom because she's one of the witches. That was kind of another annoying thing in that basically every character that you've met so far in the film isn't Faith's dad or Faith's immediate friends. It's just one of the witches. Very small cast. Unfortunately, Faith's dad then like passes out. So it's kind of implied that maybe he's not better and Faith confronts Sissy with this. And this kind of leads to the middle part of the film where she's having her doubts about Sissy. She's scared of her. She's worried about her dad, worried about the baby, kind of bonding with the baby a little bit as, as she becomes more pregnant. So it's building tension for this final confrontation at the end of the movie. Um, various things in this film actually did remind me of a lot of other films, not just like Rosemary's Baby, but what well, the field hockey aggression kind of reminded me of Ginger Snaps uh, and a lot of the bullying that takes place in the shower scenes uh, at the beginning kind of reminded me of Carrie. So there's a lot of, I guess, references to other films that you can see in there, um, which I don't know if I liked or not, because it just felt like I was watching a bunch of scenes from other films that I had seen. Relationship between Sissy and Faith, which was never completely like friendly. It was more kind of like business casual which i think is a way that you dress in an office but they were kind of business-like and not friends or colleagues or like a sisterhood they were very much just like i'm gonna do this thing for you you're gonna do this thing for me and then we're never gonna talk to each other again but those relations have now completely dissolved and become more aggressive on both sides but more so on sissy's side she's threatening uh, faith's dad she's threatening faith there's a lot of bad stuff going on and it finally gets to the point where Faith is ready to have the baby and Sissy captures her to ensure that obviously she has the baby and gives it up straight away. But unfortunately, Faith manages to escape, gives them the run around for a little bit and then has the baby. Um, and then we get into like the last scenes of the film, um, which I'm trying very hard not to spoil things. Like Usually I would give a more detailed plot summary than this, but I don't want to. We get into the final scenes of the movie where Sissy's plan is revealed and it's basically the same plan as in that little text bit at the beginning of the film. Instead of sacrificing the baby, I guess in the glory of Satan, she wants to use its blood to free her and the rest of her coven from the servitude to Satan that they have and so that they can use their powers for themselves at no cost, I guess, um, and then she will become the new queen of the underworld. These plans are poorly fleshed out. It's sort of like step one, evil baby. Step two, question mark. Step five, profit and riches. Not hugely fleshed out, but um, props to the actress playing Sissy because she really is living up in this role and doing a very good job. So Faith hatches a plan to get her baby back off of the witches who have taken it from her. I thought she was going to like fight them for it, but in turn, it turns out she just disguises herself and then does nothing while the baby is actually stabbed. It's in a bag, so you, you don't actually see like a baby get stabbed. You see like a bag with a baby silhouette get stabbed. But even that is pretty shocking, and there are quite a lot of shocking and 
quite gory visuals in this film, which um, I quite liked as a horror film. It's good to see something quite shocking and weird that you haven't seen before. So it gets props for that. And for a while, it seems like Sissy's plan is actually going to go off without a hitch. She has the blood. She pours it into a bowl of cherries, which is something we've seen in a couple of the previous rituals. The other coven members who are not wearing masks um, eat the cherries. I don't know about all the ones who are still wearing masks because nothing seems to happen to them and then they seem to disappear from the movie. But the couple of like named characters who are maskless eat the cherries and they start pulling all their skin off, which is gross and cool. And then Sissy kind of turns into a spiky-faced monster lady, kind of like a Cenobite, which is gross and cool. And it kind of seems like she's winning. But then we get a bunch of, like, exposition dropped at the end, because Sissy just, like, straight up tells Faith how to beat them, which seems stupid and definitely not on par with the kind of vicious intelligence that we've seen her display so far. And we get to the climax of things, and I was kind of expecting something to happen, like Faith to maybe use magic, like give herself over to Satan to acquire the powers that she needed. Sort of like what happens to Sarah at the end of the craft, but obviously she like gets the help of God. So there you go. Uh, but nothing like that really happens. Sissy does, for some reason, suddenly seem scared of Faith, and she tells Faith that they could have everything together, and that they can like live new lives together and that faith somehow can stop satan from withdrawing his gifts from sissy and punishing her because for some reason this punishment now seems imminent and i don't really know how she expected to get away with this plan because she seems to get caught by satan pretty fast but then faith just kind of lets her get destroyed and then brings the baby back using the ritual of resurrection that we've seen a number of times so i was all set for that to be the end of the movie and then i was really happy when after fading to black a new scene started and i was like yes i want a little bit more i want to have it elaborated on what the fuck happens to faith at the end of this film and obviously to her baby as well so we see a group of children uh one of whom is dressed as a witch they're going trick-or-treating and they go up to the old manor house which sissy was living in way back at the start of the movie except when they ring the doorbell it's faith who answers the door and she's dressed up fancy and kind of like sissy was in like dark colors wearing dark lipstick and acting kind of evil but in a kind of benign snarky way and she offers the children chocolate there's a little girl who's dressed as a witch and she's a bit afraid and sissy offers them uh, offers her chocolate which has cherries in that she made herself and i thought this felt deliciously creepy and kind of cool and wicked and kind of like the end of the craft or something where you have like that little stinger of that there's some magic still going on and the movie isn't actually like over over because these characters have gone on to do other things and then the film ruined it it ruined it in the last 20 seconds i was going to be so happy i was going to really recommend this movie i still am but like the last 20 seconds just ruined that whole scene for me because the little girl asks if faith is a witch and she goes no but my son is the devil and then it just smash cuts to the kid's distorted cgi face and then the credits roll and i was just like never smash cut to fucking distorted cgi face children so it ruins the atmosphere it's just stupid and i hate it now aside from the um 
weird final, I guess, jump scare CGI kid face. There were two other occasions where I felt the movie kind of pissed the bed just a little bit. Both of those were death scenes. Uh, one of them is the hostess lady from the restaurant who gets millipeded to death. I don't know if it's just bad acting or if it's because all the scenes of like the millipedes doing stuff are in close-up effects shots and the wide shots are just her like screaming and rolling around on the floor. That felt a little bit dated, a little bit 1970s um, and wasn't very convincing and then uh, the death of another character wearing a motorcycle helmet uh, they're just at a bp garage uh, they get bashed on the head from behind even though they are wearing a helmet so you'd think they'd be fine bashed on the head from behind then someone fills up the front of the helmet with like gasoline from the pump sets it on fire you hear a short scream and then they're dead and this like whole process from start to finish takes about 20 seconds it's really really quick and, and doesn't really add a lot to the film. Uh, but aside from those, it is quite a nice atmospheric movie. It's also quite a recent film. Um, it came out in, I think, 2015 and was on DVD 2016. It's only three years old. Um, it's got a nice British setting, which I always quite like. There's a lot of like colour and theme motifs throughout the film, which are quite heavily handedly like put in. Like There's a lot of red, for example. All the uniforms are red. Faith's room is red, her dad's car is red. There's a lot of red versus white imagery going on. In fact, at one point, the doctor even says, like, oh, we were so close to your red and white cell count being correct, but now it looks like one side is going to overbalance the other. And it's it's quite heavy-handed, but it's also quite effective. And there's some really good witchy scenes of rituals, mostly being done by Sissy. The actress playing her does a really good job. Um, it kind of reminds me of some of the scenes with Miss Belial from The Coven, which is another film I reviewed, but not stupid uh, and actually really well done. Uh, the direction of the film is really good. Um, the music kind of here nor there because it's quite generic. Uh, but other than that, it's quite um, an entertaining film. And aside from a few spotty patches where a couple of death scenes aren't right or a couple of characters don't really react to things, the way you would expect them to. Uh, for example, um, Faith shows up at the school pregnant, barefoot. It's also apparently the middle of the night, yet there are classes there, which is weird. Um, and Amy doesn't really respond to the fact that her friend is like pregnant, barefoot, dirty, uh, clearly running from something. She just says like, where have you been for three weeks and how come you're pregnant? But in the sense of like, where have you been for three weeks and why are you wearing a Universal Studios t-shirt? It just feels very blasé but aside from things like that pretty solid good film heartily enjoyed we'll probably keep and watch again at some point but yeah probably one of the better ones that i've watched if not the best one that i've watched so far for the podcast i do have a quite a healthy stack of dvds going on um, but this was the one i have most hoped for and i was not disappointed so yeah if you give that one a go let me know how you feel about it what it was like um if you enjoyed it if you hated it 
if you thought it was similar to other movies and if so which ones and you can get in touch in all the usual ways twitter in the comment section on either castbox or youtube and don't forget that if you have apple podcasts i would be so grateful for you to rate and possibly even review the podcast and don't forget you can check out the amazon wish list in the description and also vote or add books to the goodreads listopia list also linked in the description where you can add things to the list for me to review and look at in the future in the meantime, I will see you in the next episode. Bye!